Ready Check Radio. Oh yes, internet, what's up? Welcome to the Relic Grind, Final Fantasy XIV Square Enix Podcast, brought to you by Ready Check Radio. It's been a while since we heard that music. We've had like 10, 11 days off or something like that. But we're back, we're back. I'm Mike Byrne, your host as always. This is episode 63, 63. Yes, we're doing the show on a Monday. Programming note, if you haven't figured it out, make sure you're following us on Twitter. You'll figure it out real quick there. Uh, Through the month of April, we will be doing the Relic Grind on Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern instead of Thursday, just to accommodate my uh, real-life rehearsal schedule for a show that I'm in. We'll also have to cancel one show uh, two weeks from now. Uh, that'll work out. It'll give us a, each a little more time in 6.1 after it launches to kind of form opinions uh, and get, get stuff together there. Tech Week, you know, hey, you actors, you know what I'm talking about. If you're watching on YouTube, Ready Check Radio, listening on Audible, Amazon Music, iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is, uh, we'd appreciate a like, a, a follow, a comment. Feed that algorithm for us and tell your friends. If you like what we do here and you want to see more of it, it's easy, fast, and it's free. For you Final Fantasy TCG fans, as we head into the 16th opus set two weeks from now, roughly two weeks from now, hopefully, maybe, I don't know, we'll see. Pre-release and release of the same weekend here again in North America. Uh, the normal Monday Final Fantasy TCG streams will be just bumped to Tuesday. So tomorrow at 7 p.m. we'll be messing around with the new starters. Those finally did come in in my area. I hope you'll join us for that. But we've got the full gang here, Mr. Chris Montoya, a.k.a. Tarkoth. What's up, sir? Greetings, programs. Doing pretty good. Um, so I watched Gaming Gumbo, and I like to learn things from that show. Right, so right, I appreciate right. watching it. And what I learned this week is that apparently it's okay to show your boxers. So we got some Star Wars Death Star boxers here. Yeah, that's good stuff right there. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. Well, there are things contained in those boxers that could kill a planet of Ewoks. Uh, <laughs> what do you got there, Kronos? You got some boxers or something you want to show uh, off? I came unprepared. Came on. <laughs> What's yeah, up? At, well, hell, hell, we're just the only boxers I have. I'm wearing. You don't see all to see those. No, uh, no, we're we're ma- um, we're just glad you made it. I mean, things were we were getting down to the wire on you maybe not being able to make it yeah, today. I was playing computer part roulette, and uh, I eventually won. So sweet. Yeah, it's an expensive uh, hobby. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is nice to be back. It's been like 10 or 11 days. Last time we played uh, Final Fantasy Jeopardy. We are on track for round three in May. Rook is confirmed. Rook will be joining us as one of the contestants. Ginger Prime will come back for attempt number two. Uh, and Sly, I don't know. We might have to find somebody for Sly. Sly's like, I will. Uh, if it's Final Fantasy 14 trivia, fine. If it's all Final Fantasy, I'm going to get wrecked. <laughs> Uh, so we might have to find a replacement for Sly, but I have a few people lined up. Rook is confirmed, yes. Uh, so Dave, thank, thank you, you so much, Dave. Rook. I could. Yeah, I could. Uh, yeah. Dave those, might be available. Yeah, get those glasses on. Get those glasses on. We'll find. So that'll be sometime in May after my show closes, so I don't have to worry about timing. So stay tuned for that. But, gentlemen, I mean, we had a little bit of an interview with Yoshi P. I don't know if you saw this slightly before the live letter. 
uh, with Famitsu. And I guess technically he revealed a couple of things we, you know, didn't really know yet. But he, I love when Yoshi P does interviews. I don't really like when Yoshi P does interviews a couple days before a live letter because they tend to be just like plugging the live letter. Like it's very stay tuned. Very Kronos, you're kind of nodding along. So I kind of feel like you get the same oh. feeling there. I always, every time he does this before a live letter, he always talks about the content that it's always like how it's going to be the hardest thing ever. Oh He's yeah. Not the player. They're going to kill it. And like, I, I saw a bunch of people post about the ultimate cause he made a lot of comments about it. And I'm just like, it's the same smoke. They always do. It's every time people will kill the fight. Yeah. I don't think oh, it's yeah. going to be. Oh yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's kind of weird that they do it like right before the live letter too. Yeah, yeah, and then he's, you know, he's going to make the usual rounds, Tark, where after the live letter, you know, we're going to see the, the official translation, of course, come up on the website. We'll see yep. interviews at all the major outlets, uh, maybe expanding upon things a little bit. It is weird, I think, this time around because they're they're being exceptionally careful, right? They're They're usually very careful on revealing spoilers and not giving too much information, but... They're headed in a new direction, right? Nobody knows where quote-unquote newfound adventure is going to lead as far as the MSQ goes. Like, to the point that when we talk about the live letter, we don't really have much to talk about on the dungeon front besides some of the visuals we saw because they wouldn't even yeah, We don't us, even get a name. We, would, they didn't, we didn't even get a name for, for it this time around, no. So it'll be interesting to see what's in the actual interviews. I feel like... Maybe don't expect a lot from the post-live letter interviews this time around, particularly since the patch is eight days away. Yeah, the, the one the interviews before live letter are, are you, you nailed it. Please tune in to, to the live letter. That that whole ball of wax. Um, usually the ones after are a little bit more informative go a little bit deeper. But with this being a kind of a cleanish slate, and you're right, they're being extra care, careful with their spoilers. So there might not be anything until you know, interviews after the patch releases. Yeah, April 12th, the day. So we've got eight days. Pretty much we pegged that. And most, you know, nothing special about us pegging that. Anybody that's been playing this game uh, for a long time and specifically, like, follows the live letter and the patch sequences, you know, the, maybe maybe not your super casual player, but your average Final Fantasy player that is following this stuff probably guessed the 12th just based on when the Mo uh, Moogle event came back and, and when the when the, the live letter was planned for. I mean, let's kick it off, gents, right away with the same way we always do every time we cover any of the live letters, particularly going into an expansion or one of the bigger patches, and that would be with the 6.1 Newfound Adventure trailer. I'm going to show that in B-roll here for you in case you missed it. What'd you think, Kronos? Uh, well, so just regarding the date really quick, it's a uh, happy birthday to me, by the way. My birthday's like the day before that. Uh, so it's actually it. my daughter's exact birthday, so. Uh, yeah. well, she's yeah. even more luckier than I, I guess. Yeah. I'll do, I'll, we'll be doing the podcast on my birthday, I guess, so that'll work out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We will be doing yeah, my, the show next week. It'll be the week of the 18th that we will not have a, a show. Yeah. yeah, my birthday was on Live Letter Day, so that was a good waking up at 4 a.m. for that. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think the trailer looks really good. I mean, I can't remember the last time it. I don't even know if they've ever made a bad trailer, really. Although, like regarding the dungeon, now that we've seen stuff, I have heard since uh, you're more of the Final Fantasy XI guy that there's a lot of XI stuff in here. 
there I don't is. Really recognize it. Yeah, there is quite um, a bit, quite a bit of monster models. Uh, if you're if you've played Final Fantasy XI, that you'll you'll recognize monster names uh, that you'll recognize. <laughs> Tart just shaking his head. No, nope. no, <laughs> I don't either. There I... are quite a few nods to eleven. It does make me go, "Come on, we are quickly <laughs> approaching May and the twentieth yeah. anniversary." What's the announcement we've been promised for two years? I even streamed Final Fantasy XI on the channel here like two weeks ago. What's the announcement? Yep. But I obviously love it. I think I like I can't remember the name, but it's like some underground area. That's yeah. what everybody's saying that it's going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know where it is in 14 terms, though. Uh, I think a lot of people have made similar guesses Where's... that it's going to be like underneath the bounty, where like because it's like literally like the, one of the first or second things that MSL references the end of the game yep. Um, when you beat Endwalker, so I'm pretty sure that's where it is. Uh, it's kind of, I, I think it's kind of weird that they're not saying the name of it. I think it would have been fine. He said something about, like, expectations or something, so, which makes me think it's probably just, I guess, 11 stuff. Yeah. Like, if he said the name, but uh, there's a lot of stuff going on in the trailer. Like I said, anybody that thinks this patch doesn't have a lot in it, I don't know what to tell them, because there's a no, lot in this patch. A, it's super chunky. So. Well, so I, I still kind of, it's not that I agree that there's nothing to do, right? We talked about that in depth mm -hmm. on, on previous shows where if you're looking for very specific pieces of content and there isn't anything in the game right now you want to do, maybe I can see why you're, you're like, well, the ultimate is the, is the thing here and PVP. And those are two things I don't do. So I guess I'll do myths. I'll do the main story. I'll do Hildy and I'm done. Like, I, I get it. I don't agree, but I can at least understand this. And I kind of found this trailer to be weird, though. And, and maybe I'm in the minority. This, I don't want to say it was a bad trailer. I don't think it was. It's definitely, for at least for me, Tark, not one of their better ones. Uh, and I don't think that's due to any real fault uh, on on them. I just feel like... They wanted to show so little that the trailer seems disjointed, disconnected, jumping from just piece of content to piece of content, where we're usually kind of used to seeing a little more of a tiny narrative through the trailers. And that, like you see Astinian get the the treasure map. Okay, all right, well, and you see Tataru, you know, talking and then... And then, oh, 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 this must be myths. Oh, oh, this must be PvP. Whoa, whoa, this must be the dungeon. Like, it just, I don't know. I like it. It's visually <clears> cool. <throat> it, it, I think it teases all the content. But you really have to know what's coming in 6.1 to kind of make sense of this trailer. And they've usually stayed away from you needing that much knowledge in the past in these trailers. And maybe it's just me. I'm willing to accept that. Oh, I, I get that. It, I you're probably right. It's a lot more flash than substance, you know, unless you're in the know and really following along. Um, you probably don't know what pieces are what when they're showing it. Right. Um, I do like the little bit of MSQ narrative from Yustol that we got. That got me a little peaked at interest. Um, but my favorite parts were the 24 man uh, pieces, seeing the bosses. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to show some screenshots of different things as we go through here, uh, some of these topics in, in B-roll. One of them I will I will show Zeus. I, <laughs> Zeus and his big-ass hammer. We will definitely show him. Main uh, Byragot? Yeah. I'm talking about yeah, Byragot. Yeah. Yeah. No, Zeus. Byragot. It's Zeus. Byragot, yep. It's Zeus. 
Uh, main scenario <laughs> quests, of course, the biggie here. Also, probably the one that all of us will have wrapped up within, you know, an hour or two of the expansion or the uh, patches launch on the 12th. Uh, then we do have Tataru's Grand Ad Endeavor quests. Uh, that's going to be in 6.1 throughout. We're going to get the tribe quests in 6.15. Hildebrand also coming in 6.15. And so when you look at this stuff, though, Kronos, I think you do start to see maybe what those people you just referenced are talking about. Like in 6-1 proper, it's kind of like 24-man, PvP, MSQ, there you go. Just just as a counter-argument to yeah, that, Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, they were complaining about the ultimate being the chunk of the patch. The ultimate is not... It's not part of 6-1. Yeah. ...either. So, like... Uh, I mean, I know that's like nitpicking or whatever. I understand what they're saying, and like the hours that they gave or whatever is not wrong. We just talked about that a couple weeks ago, but yeah, I just I think if you're just comparing this to previous patches, I don't really see how it's any less or you know I I don't know. And, and just, I mean, they they did put in the new end game. I mean, glamour has been replaced, right? <laughs> I mean, people are going to dump hours upon hours on this new end game that they just you know showed off. I think they're really, really hoping that Crystalline Conflict takes off. And and I know, you know, no particular order here, so I let's just jump right to the PvP portion because we've we've covered what's gonna be in this live letter on a couple of or in this uh, patch on a couple of shows. I don't really want to spend time rehashing, you know, the little uh, Yoshi P holding up a bit of paper to show a reward for something or the two things that they did uh, mention on this main scenario, right? Let, let, I want to focus on the bigger things that we did get to see more of in this live letter than we had in past. And I mean, I, I, besides maybe the 24-man, uh, there really wasn't anything bigger than PvP. Uh, this is a very, very big update. They showed numerous screenshots. They showed a demo match of Crystalline Conflict. Um, I actually really love this Astra Umbra-like splash in screen uh with with the teams the five on five i really the really portraits, like that yeah, yeah the yeah. portraits i really like that okay i'm just gonna say it i hate pvp in 14 you all know that you yeah. all know that mm -hmm. i think this has a shot at being decent like i actually think this has a shot at being if you wanted to put pvp in final fantasy 14 this is what you probably should have aimed for way back when. You have short game modes, like five minutes, baby. That's it. No winner, overtime. Done. You have short game modes. You have small team composition. You have a more balanced action bar slash ability set because everything's universalized and standard, uh, standardized across the thing. I'm not saying it's going to be fun. I don't know. I'm not saying it's going to be compelling enough for you to want to go through the tiers and the ranking system that they have, which we'll talk about in a minute. But looking at it, I get the feeling that they really were like, look, we not just the checkbox, Kronos. I don't get the checkbox on this that I do with the current PvP. I get an intent to hopefully find a way to make PvP work in this game. Let's sink some time and thought and development into it. Now, will it pay off? I don't know. I don't know. 
but mm. I do like seeing what feels to me like more thought and effort into in our world what would PvP look like maybe it would look like this yeah so I, I've kind of like slightly I want this to succeed I really do I actually don't hate current PvP that much you yeah. know it's not like a big like not a lot of people play it right okay? it's not right. and that's the problem um, <laughs> for those that do I, like it that is the exact problem I, I think yours a lot of people have your sentiment um, but I just I'm trying to figure out like why people feel that way because when I look at this I kind of just see more of the same for the most part uh, just a different skin on it and I mean maybe the big difference is the the role restrictions are gone and that makes a big right. difference because I don't really think the battle pass or whatever you want to call it uh, reward structure is really any different than what we already were getting other than you see like a bar go up because before you know yeah I'm, and I'm not even talking about that portion yet I'm talking about the mode yeah. itself but I guess, like to me, like they, they when they first like were talking about this, they were saying reward structure, reward structure, reward structure. Yeah. And um, when they showed a lot of the stuff, don't get me wrong, the armor looks cool. I'm definitely gonna get the armor, no, no doubt. Uh, but I already play PvP, so I'm not really the people that they're really aiming at to try to get to play this. Right. Um, and you know, a lot of the rewards, the other rewards outside of that battle pass, you already get from playing PvP now. So I, I really think. It's it's either got it's got to be like the mode. It's just more fun for people, which I hope is true, or just removing those role restrictions and taking the onus off of healers. I guess is the big thing. Um, I'm interested to play it. I'm I'm excited to try it, and I hope it is successful. But I'm more on the side of like I I I hope people are still playing this in three months. That's kind of where my mind is at. All right, Tark. Um, so you kind of have uh, two opposing, almost opposing. Like, I, I haven't gone to say it's going to be a success. I don't know. But let's say I was generally more positive and, t and Kronos is a little more negative. Where do you feel? Where do you fit in? I think it's it's all about the role restrictions being removed. Um, my biggest impediment was getting into a queue and seeing 25 minutes before your your match launches. And I'm like, nope, I'm bouncing out of that. And I, I don't have time to, to wait on that. So now that you can just have, okay, you got five. Okay, now this team has fives play awesome you know get in quick you got five minute matches get out quick um i'm interested to see what the shop rewards are because we haven't seen anything like that yet we just saw the battle pass yeah we saw um, the the tiers and ranking stuff yeah yeah that armor looks freaking sweet i thought i was like whoa lich king is in this game that's awesome um but yeah I, I i'm gonna dive into it i really hope it it sticks the landing um because i it is the weakness of this game, the PvP. Did did y'all see that the stuff does expire though? It does. Yes. Yeah. yeah I, um, so I'm talking mean, to, about to you be, know. To be fair, the time the it, time but... range is pretty big. It's, I, I think I it's mean, pretty generous. Yeah, I, I was a little bit disappointed that it that it does expire. I was hoping well, they would take the different model where you can like kind of pick whatever series you want to <laughs> progress on. Yeah. But um, I wish I wish that's what it was too. But eight yeah. months is a good chunk of time. It's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, they they left the window nice and big. I, so I, I wouldn't exactly call it fear of missing out. I, do I like that it's there? No, I'd rather it not be there. But eight months. I I mean, if you miss out, then you've missed out on a lot more than just your PvP rewards. If you're if you space out from the game for an eight month period, uh, and, I, I and know... you were probably totally okay with missing out because you weren't playing for eight months. I do know a couple people that would come in. 6.0 get all that done 
and then not come back to 6.5 and then they do yeah. all the raid story stuff. They're going to miss out on this stuff, unfortunately. Um, right, but okay, by by that uh, same token, though, is there anything that you've seen in the reward structure so far that is compelling enough to make that make that make that cycle different? I don't know. I haven't seen any minions yet. It's they they mentioned specifically. <laughs> they mentioned minions. specifically minions. Yes. So, yeah, I, I don't think I don't, I don't know if I remember mounts were mentioned. They might it might have been there too, but I remember minions were mentioned. No, I mean on a general scale, they did talk about mounts, minions, and emotes. They showed off a bunch yeah. like Nero and his little Rocket League car, and <laughs> 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 the cutest minion ever, I guess. I don't know why Nero's driving it, but whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw that one, but I, I, I got a little toy car. I, yeah, little toy, little toy car, little Rocket League. He's good. He's good. Uh, but so, but in, uh, specifically to this, so I'm showing right now the series. So the, the Kronos, you want to take, uh, people through the way the series is going to work. Uh, and then I also do have the tiers image to show like the, the ranking here while we're talking. Yeah. So I think it's fairly self-explanatory. I mean, it works if you played a if you played anything that has a battle pass, I mean, you got like levels, I think they said 30 was typically what they're going to be doing. Um, I think that's what's here on the screen too. And then like every so often you, you get like a big reward, whether it's like a minion and a moat, a armor set, something like that. And then in between, you would get this crystal currency that you can spend on other rewards. And then that the crystal currency will carry forward into other series and it lets you buy past series gear for a limited period of time, which, like we said, was probably somewhere around eight months. And then uh, a series, I think, is always going to be a major patch cycle. So your series is going to run from 6.1 to 6.2, then 6.2 will get a new one, run from 6.2 to 6.3, so on and so forth. Not to be confused with a season, <laughs> which, yeah. is, which is a different well, length of time. <laughs> the weird thing, too, about the rank stuff is they didn't really go into the ranked rewards, and I want to know how they're going to incentivize people to play ranked. Because you can't just have ranked be a dead mode, right? Right. Like, there has to be yeah. something. Uh, like, it can't just be ranking up. Like that. That's it. <laughs> like it has to be. Yeah, like, there's going to be something be at the end of it. Yeah. For the one percenters, ten percenters, something of that nature. Yeah. So, so right we'll now, see. right now, I'm showing the risers and tiers system, uh, where they're doing the bronze, silver, gold, the stuff you're used to, platinum, diamond, and then there's the individual the individual risers in each of those. Uh, in each of those actual tiers. So, you know, bronze three to bronze two to bronze one, and then boom, up to silver three as you rank. Basically, it's it's winning three without losing. We'll move you up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Lose, you'll go down one. But there are caps preventing you from falling from rank to rank. Uh, I'm sorry, from tier to tier uh, in certain situations, too. Again, this is all pretty standard. Uh, yeah all pretty standard stuff what i'm worried about though is if the audience isn't big enough those bottom tiers are going to empty out real quick that that's what happens now yeah that's what already happens yeah and there's um, nothing like that i saw or that i've seen again we're we're dealing with uh reddit translations unofficial translations by the way kudos to the to all the uh all the translators out there on the final fantasy 14 reddit and discord translation channels we love you we love you uh but i didn't maybe i missed it and if i did let me know gang i really didn't see a fail safe or a way to replenish or move these rankings 
when that happens. And it just kind of looked to me like, well, that's what happens now is like, that's a current issue now. Yeah. Yeah. And also because you don't have any kind of like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you can't, if you just don't play, there's no like, there's no degradation. Yeah. There's no decay. Yeah. So like that during the live letter, the lack of degradation might hurt. Well, people do that now. Right. So I've played in several PVP seasons. Um, to try to get top 100 and stuff because that's how you get your mounts and, and your rewards typically every season. I don't know how you're gonna, they didn't really mention how you do it here. Maybe you're gonna have to get into the crystal tier. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like what, what people do now is they just race at the beginning, yeah, and then once they hit like a certain point, they just stop playing because why? Why risk going down? So you just kind of like hit a point where you, you know, like okay, people probably can't catch me and push me down far enough for it to matter. so... I just won't play. And then that's one less person playing at that because you're getting uh, synced up with other people based on your MMR or whatever you want to refer to it as. Yeah, but same um, thing. So like if, if one less person's playing in a mode where not a lot of people are playing anyways, that, that kind of hurts the mode. And, and like you said, it's going to really hurt the lower ranked people because they're probably going to be the ones that exit first, right? Like they're going to be the ones where like, okay, I tried this. I didn't really like it very much. I was losing a lot or, you know, yada, yada, whatever the reason is. And so there's got to be some kind of influx there, some way. Because if they, if if the, if their solution is, oh well, we'll just match the bronze people up against silver, and if that doesn't work, maybe push them up, and we'll have like a match with like one gold, two silvers, and a bronze, and then you got the gold guy just like destroying everybody. You know, like I don't right. know. So I I wonder, Tark, if they kind of look at this and say, we don't need to build in a decay if the roles are no longer restricted, because then we don't have the instance of three DPS queuing up nobody in the queue all we've got to do is find five players period is is that maybe the mentality that they're kind of looking at or maybe hoping for in that well you know what we don't we don't have people bracketed into roles now so that should offset the lower ranks emptying out you know three weeks into the season i think it all depends on how many people actually want to go and play the pvp um if people are still wary because of how it's been and maybe just doesn't get touched, which would be very unfortunate. Um, I myself want to play it. I want to give it a chance, but there might be some people that are already turned off because they know the PVP is not good in 14. Well, it isn't. Um, <laughs> I know Kronos likes it, but Look, I'm not saying it's great. I just Bless his it. heart. He's. I, I, I'm not gonna sit here and be like Final Fantasy XIV. That's the best PvP I've ever. I just enjoy it. I'm not gonna sit here and like. And that's what matters most, man. Like, you having fun with it? I, like I've played ranked, and I, I have fun in ranked too, even as a healer. But I do agree that it's really stressful as a healer. And then the queues are definitely a problem. I think the removing the role restrictions is a big deal. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, as long as they do it right, because they. Another thing that was weird, they didn't really go over. The skill changes, other than like, here's some generic ones that everybody yeah, has. Here's the heal, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, we don't even really know how the jobs are going to play, other than like how they play, and you can like try to make like inference about how they play now and how they play in PvE. Because I mean, you know, he's got like fire one, you know, you can see the black bitch skills, but like, uh, we don't, we know everybody has their own unique limit break now. We don't know what they all do. Um, I, I don't know. I just thought they would go into more detail about that as opposed to where now it feels like. We're just gonna get it in the patch notes. <laughs> like here's everything. Yeah. Yeah. Have at it. So we'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, we'll definitely see. Rewards have been entirely reworked. Oh, I guess we should mention as part of this before we leave PvP, by the way, that the uh Garrow collaboration is is coming back. Yeah. 
which is cool. cool. And uh, they're also adding the new jobs, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, f- I have a feeling newest girl says in chat, I'm interested to see how this looks after the first update to it. And, and that's funny that uh, newest girl said that because I was just about to say, I feel like this is one that's going to be interesting in 6-1 and a lot better by 6-4. Like, <laughs> just like a lot better by 6-4 when they tweak it. And I would not be surprised if at some point they do put in the decay system. They have avoided that for so long. Oh, you know, and I just, I just, I'm just, I just feel, I just feel like the data is going to show those bottom tiers emptying out to the point where they have to do something about it. It's not being offset by the role restrictions being lifted. So one, one last thing that I just actually just thought about. Maybe yeah. they're also thinking that because the seasons are shorter for rank, that the decay won't matter as much. Oh, I just thought about yeah, But that. are they really shorter? I mean, you're talking about um, I mean, they've extended the patch cycle from three and a half to four months now. Yeah, but usually PvP seasons are a full patch cycle. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and granted, yeah, and that has is, extended. Yeah. But, the, but it seemed like, based on the graphic they showed, that they have, like, they could if they wanted to do three seasons in one patch cycle. However, I mean, I, it didn't really seem like they were very specific. It looks like they're going to do two. They're going to do at the half half point and then to the end. I at least get the feeling they're a little more committed to this than they were ever committed to front lines or the feast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that was more lines, of a place and, and let it, yeah. let it do its own thing. And yeah. I mean, front lines still going to exist with. These oh yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah, not, yeah. it's not going anywhere. That's but not they're going to, Square is going to be a little bit more hands-on, I think, and making sure that it's a lively community, I guess, as best I could put it. I will say this. I mean, it's not unheard of for the team to just totally forget about things in the game and move on from them mm. and let them die and disappear. Uh, if this doesn't work, Ooh. I think PvP's done. Like yeah. Probably, yeah. front lines will probably just stay the way it is. And then, you know, whatever they decide to do with crystalline conflict, you know, I don't, I don't think they try again. Like, I think this is last ditch effort time to make PVP viable on a large scale in final fantasy 14. Just my, my take on it. I, I think if this isn't a ghost town in two patches, it's, a mild success. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. I mean, if this so far isn't as a low, ghost town in two patches, look, it's man, a I've mild played, success. I've played Chronos twenty twenty two. Look, there are people that love Feast, but it's a ghost town, man. It's it's sad. That's a good idea, newest girl. What's that? A roulette, a crystalline conf- conflict roulette, maybe. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna do that or not. No, I don't. But. I don't think so. Oh God, no! And if you can no. get some tombstones I got, for five minutes of a, of a match, I got a hard disagree. Yeah, but that's the thing. Because the match is five minutes, the rewards are gonna be crap. Uh, if they if they made it a roulette, I mean, the the reward they can't. What are they gonna do? Make it better than? Running your expert I, dungeon? No. I think also you hurt the frontline roulette if you do it, but because uh, I think you want to drive people yeah. to do that, that becomes dead too. Yeah. If you're just driving people, more people, to, if the crystalline, if the because they're people are just gonna figure out whatever gives them the most bang for their time. That's that's what that's, that's what we all do. That's what the gamers right. do, right? 
is it faster for me to run my expert and farm that to get to cap for the week or is it far faster to do x y or z or hunts or what you know hunts. what what yeah. yeah right that's why you see massive exactly. people on streams yeah yeah because that's the fastest way to do it the most mm -hmm. efficient way to do it uh and which means for a mode that is strictly timed at five minutes plus a potential overtime to basically the first person that uh, that takes control, then it, for it to be a roulette, I think the rewards would, rewards would just be garbage. Because if the rewards were decent and you could farm them up every five minutes like clockwork, then yeah, your PVP is doing really well. But now us DPSs are waiting 48 minutes for an expert roulette queue <laughs> to go run a dungeon. Uh, so I think I got to disagree with that one. So, but who knows? Maybe they want it to be a success so badly that they do. It's true. Okay. Maybe that's the thing. They just, they want it to succeed so badly that they'll, they'll force us into doing it. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, where's that Final Fantasy XI announcement? <sighs> <laughs> See what's going on in Final Fantasy XI. <laughs> Tune into Ready Check Radio. Watch uh, yeah. uh, Mike uh, Chainsmoke as he PVPs. Watch, watch Dynamis Grind, the Final Fantasy XI <laughs> Square Enix podcast here on Ready Check Radio. What else have we got? Lord. Oh, job changes. By the way, these are not all. Not all. Not. Let me repeat. These are not all the job changes. They only said that about 50 times in the live letter. Uh, that these were not all... Let me repeat that these are not all the changes. They definitely ruffled some feathers, dude, for sure. There's a lot of people not very happy. Uh, yeah, Machinist is weird to me. I mean, we're just going to take them in the order that they appeared in the live letter here and get everybody's take on it. Machinist got a potency of multiple actions, including Heat Blast, Wildfire, and Drill. Those have all been increased, and I'm not one to, you know, I don't main machinist or anything, but and I'm not one to look free potency upgrade gift horses in the mouth. But these weren't the problems I see with machinist. Uh, these would have to be like significant for them to get. Yeah, we don't know. Proper right? pump. Yeah, we didn't see yeah. numbers. So damage is definitely a problem for them. But oh, I think oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people wanted um the uh overheat change where it's like a stack system as yes. opposed to like yeah yes. you get punished if you're um like because they've done that for other jobs to like alleviate higher ping people yes. that play on higher ping um and a lot of people want that change <laughs> it just there's a lot of changes in here where i'm just like who asked for these baron machinist um, is dead to me now <laughs> lord but but if the potencies are good people will play the job like if, if this bumps them up to the point where they are competitive or surpass you'll you'll see people play the job just because of that but oh, yeah. it's definitely a very boring change it's just a number adjustment uh samurai to resolve issues with wildly fluctuating dps from crit hits the actions madare set keishi set and ogi's uh nami and the other nami uh are now guaranteed critical hits to reduce action bloat, chitin has been removed, and in accordance with this change, action potencies have been adjusted. I think I'm going to remain silent on this one. I have never really spent any time in Samurai, so I will defer to the two of you on your thoughts here. People are pissed about this. A little like, bit. A little bit, a but I, I don't know enough Why? about the job. Um, to... So a lot of people really like chitin. 
uh, and they see that their excuse for removing Kaizen doesn't make... So, I don't really think it changes the job much other than make it a little more consistent and a little bit less good with raid buffs, which is a little bit of an issue. And crits, honestly, crits a big samurai problem, but it's also a problem for every job because that stat is just really poorly designed. Yeah, it's really uh, broken. Um, is Kaizen the one that buffs the next action? Yes. Okay, yeah, that was like part of its mainstay. Um, so, I mean, if you, so when you think about it, right, like, at least this is how I've tried to think about it. And I've talked to a lot of people in the Samurai and my raid group is very unhappy. Um, and I understand it, it's also a really cool animation. So you lose kind of that flair, mm -hmm. uh, cause now you lose the little swirl twirl before you do your Madare. So a lot of people like that kind of like anime looking stuff. Um, <laughs> and I get it. I get it. Um, and then I think their excuse is a bit lame, though. They talk they talk about, like, button blow, but when you have literally, like, four skills that do the same thing, but one's AoE and one's not for Samurai, they have, like, four mm -hmm. off levels that do the same stuff. And then the big complaint is now their kinky spender, it's literally just, like, one... They just have one dump now. They don't have two. There's no real management, so they just kind of dump it. Um, and so a lot of people think it just makes it less interesting. Personally, I think it's just one less button you press now. Um, so I don't really mind, but I'm a casual samurai player, and I know a lot of more experienced ones are just upset that it kind of ruined a little bit of flair and things that they had fun doing with the job when there's other things that cause button bloat that aren't addressed. Um, so that they found their reasoning kind of bad. Uh, like The crit thing is only a good thing, I think, for the most part, other than if you play with a dragoon or a, or a scholar or you're the dance partner, which I think a lot of people were upset about too, because Samurais are a big dance partner. But uh, I think you'll probably start seeing that more on other big hitting skills to alleviate that problem, because that's not just a Samurai problem. The the big skills not critting, feeling bad, and hurt, and like fluctuating your DPS very heavily because you didn't get a crit. Right. Yeah. Uh, ninjas, Mug is getting a change, pretty substantial one. It'll apply a debuff to enemies that will increase damage taken from the entire party. On the other side of that spectrum, Trick Attack is being changed to only increase personal damage because Mug now does the damage taken by party. I mean, that kind of makes sense why you would change Trick Attack after changing Mug. Potency uh, will be adjusted. Again, no numbers. Uh, the, interesting to note on this one too that there was a reduction to animation lock on certain actions. A reduction to the animation lock. Tark, you're nodding like you you like this one. Yeah, uh, Red Mage, uh, they're oh yeah disengage um, down to zero point three seconds. So very snappy. That's it. <sighs> That's all you got. <laughs> That's all I got. So the dragoon changes to that are going to be the biggest deal, depending on what they look like. They 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 were pretty vague about it though, but I think the ninja change is fine too. I think a lot of people are upset about this too, just because it's like the third time ninjas' rotations change in six mansion. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it'll well, kind of fluctuate the, a little bit. Now the trick attack isn't based off your having to get your mudger off properly, so it's just yeah. But but your personal buff is your personal buff is though. I, yeah. I understand, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody else won't, you know rail against you for missing <laughs> also i don't know man where's bug doesn't roll off the tongue like where's yeah <laughs> dark knight living dead being improved the effect of walking dead will restore hp by a significant amount when a land when landing specific uh, successful attacks dragoon it's gonna be significant like Drag it needs yeah, to be significant uh, it needs to be healing big. it 
And it's not. It could be a problem. This could still be really bad, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, if you cleanse yourself early. Yup. <laughs> if the healing is too strong. Okay. Because yep. let me tell you where this is really going to be a problem. In the new ultimate, if there's a multi-hitting tank buster, which if I had to bet money, there is probably a multi-hitting tank buster in the new ultimate. If Dark Knight can, can, can cleanse himself early, they are going to die. Um... And if any healing gets given to them while they're in their walking dead state and their healing is also significant, they're going to get cleansed extra early and they're going to die. So it's not really going to be any different from them dying now for not getting <laughs> right. healed. Right. Uh, so it's interesting. I really hope that they thought about this and that um, what I'm hoping is in the patch notes, the buff doesn't disappear yeah. when you cleanse and it just lasts the whole time. Because otherwise, this is still the worst invul. And it's not even close. It's just sad that they're doing it for just a weird reason, but I mean, it is what it is. It is. I guess you, get da- you get damage out of the deal. You get you get to do the most damage, but Dragoon has the shortened animation locks for jump abilities and additional adjustments to actions to reduce bloat and stress from the gameplay experience. Uh, so I read that as they were adding a reroll button. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Summoner Searing Light will be cast by the player themselves instead of by Carbuncle. Yay. So, Why is Carbuncle still at the game? <laughs> what does it do? Yeah, I mean, so that, that means summon. you're not going to... Do you even have to be in Carbuncle it, phase? Then? No, you can do it whenever. Yeah, you can do it. Wait, when when you're in Bahamut, you can do it now in Bahamut. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. The only thing Carbuncle is tied to now is the personal shield. That's it. That's One it. skill. Yep. Well, you need to have Carbonka out to do your summons, but yeah. Well, yeah. But <laughs> it doesn't need to be there. Like, I don't know. It's just like it could just not be there and it would function the same. But it, right now, he's a glamour pet. That's what he is. Uh, for white mages, Liturgy of the Bell can be triggered to end and will heal an amount of HP depending on the, rema- the number of remaining stacks. And the effect radius for both Cure 3 and Asylum will increase to 10 Yalms. That's nutty for Cure 3. That's that is insane for Cure 3. That is nutty for Cure... I mean, Asylum, it's what? Like three extra Yalms? What is it? Eight Yalm right now? Seven Yalm? I don't know. Kronos, you're the white it's mage. Eight. Is it they, eight? They're both eight right now. They got extended to ten. Yeah. Nutty for Cure 3 to be reaching ten. Nutty. It doesn't it's not fix a, its core issues, not a, but not I mean, it's nice. Oh, yeah. It's definitely, <laughs> it definitely does not address any of the white but, mage issues. <laughs> this almost addresses almost nothing at a higher level, right. to be honest. Uh, other than the liturgy change, which probably should have been in the game from the start. But, uh, yeah, because, I mean, most at the end game, white mages aren't even using Cure 3. They'll use Cure 3 in uh, in the ultimate, I'm sure, though. So it'll be a nice change well, there. And the MP cost for all healing stuff is right. being reduced, so that could factor yeah. into it, too. That'll be nice. It just, they're still going to, unless I'm missing something insane, they're still going to be the weakest healer by a good margin, I think. Yeah. So... Mm-hmm. It's sad, but it is what it is. Uh, sacred soil for you scholars, by the way, also increased to 10 yalms. And the duration for expedience uh, will be reduced to 10 seconds down from 20 seconds. Yeah, that skill good. was it didn't, it didn't need to be 20 seconds. Yeah, definitely yeah. did not need to be 20 seconds. Yeah, It's just kind of, it'll be a little weird now because your mitt will still be 20 and the speed will be 10. So it almost feels like maybe it's by design that they want yeah. you to make a choice. 20 seconds was nuts. It was absolutely bonkers. What'd you guys think of myths? We got our first peek into myths. I think this was the coolest. This was probably the highlight. I was the ultimate for me, but we don't, we didn't really get too much, but this was like, 
This looks sick. That I think this is shaping up to be like the best twenty four man in my opinion. Aglaia is the <laughs> the name of it. If I'm pronouncing that right, like who knows anymore? Uh, Aglaia, Aglaia. Yeah, that's that's the way I said it. So, Midst of the Realm Part One, Aglaia. We got a peek at the environment. Just looks gorgeous. Like it is very. Oh, yeah. Is this like a heavenly? Sim- is it's this heavenly. like a, is this a simulation or is this like People an actual that. place? I, so, there's a lot of things going hmm. on that we don't know. So yeah. some people are saying that it's a simulation too, because like you can see some stuff in the background that looks almost like it's kind of like in the sky. Yeah, it makes like it makes everything look like either ridiculously um, big or like it's floating. So some people are saying like either it's a simulation or it takes place in Elpis or something like that. I, I don't really know what they're doing. All I know is Graha is definitely tied to it. Yeah. There's a scene in the trailer where him and the Warrior of Light disappear in Silver Tear Lake. So that's got to be related to this somehow. Yeah, buddy. Um, all of these are, are the members of the 12, every boss. Um, mm-hmm. that, it, so that makes me think all 12 are going to be the actual 12 that you're fighting. Uh, I think even the order has been a bit spoiled now because they even like so they're done. This is like lightning and fire. Yeah, both lightnings, both fires. Yeah, so if you go around the circle, which is lightning starts at the top, fire second, so that would make ice and earth next, uh, and mm. then wind and water last. Yeah, that's right. So uh, that'll that'll be pretty interesting because this is definitely the heaven of lightning, and the he- and the heaven of fire is where you're going in this. But I think you're definitely onto something though, because I think there's definitely some fishy stuff. Yeah. Like whether or not this is real or not, I don't know. But we'll see. I, I'm really interested. And the bosses look sick. Yeah, they I do. Think. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm showing one right now on the screen. <laughs> Thaliac final boss. Do his girl. I was I was kind of thinking Alphic should be the final boss, being you know the head basically. Well, if, if it goes if, around if the Earth, circle, yeah, if it goes around the circle, that's not going to work out. So, that's just an assumption. That's not like obviously, but yeah, it's just I mean, you know they they've already kind of made that. They're very predictable in certain ways. They've already kind of yeah. done that, and it feels very intentful. So, that's I mean I would think that's a strong assumption that Ice and Earth is going to be next. Tribe quests. So. We did get to see the hippo cart mount. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, lots of buddy. We, got to see lots of yeah, we did get to see lots of mounts, but specifically related to content as far as. Something specific, the uh, tribes yeah. daily quests. I mean, I'll end up getting it because there's minions under there too. But mm-hmm. got to get my max rep. Got to get my max rep. I will say, as far as the mounts, um, they showed a mount, and uh, and I'm not big on I have to have this mount, but there is one mount that I have to get from this patch. If you can guess what it is, the pod. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no I need doubt. the pod. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> he, he, he went out of his way to mention it would not be hard to get. Yeah, he said. Good. He said it's actually so, going to be pretty easy to get. Yeah, he didn't say how, but it's yeah, the first I, I reward think, in the PvP. Uh, no, yeah, I think if they made that hard to get, <laughs> a lot of people would be upset. Oh so. yeah. Oh yeah. And of course, there's another wind-up minion coming to a bonus code for the uh, Final Fantasy 14 art book, The Art of Resurrection Among the Stars. Mm-hmm. doesn't go on sale until September 13th, but you can pre-order it. Bonus code is for a wind-up Ragnarok. So, son of a bitch. I had all I of to, them. Now I need to get my one. model Enterprise in, into the game now. Oh, what, what, did you, what did you got there? Hold on, let me go to your camera. What is that? Model Enterprise? I, I finally oh. uh, got a hold of the, the first art book, Art of Eorzea. Oh, so, nice. 
Very good. I'm still not getting those Blu-ray soundtracks. That's not going to happen. They're pricey. I mean, they're they're beautiful when you, when you throw them on, but they are pricey. They're like 50 yeah. bones a piece. No. Got them all right back here. It'd be worse. You could be an emote collector and have to buy all the oh, three and four hundred dollars oh. matching. Oh. Hey, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you before we wrap this up here on the six one stuff, uh, Chronos. I'm gonna give you a minute or two. There wasn't a whole lot on your ultimate besides some teasing about how hard the damn thing's gonna be and it'll be cleared very quickly. <laughs> how you feeling? I mean, six point one. Uh, what one five? I mean. One one. Yeah, one one. One one. one, one. So it should be the first week. Data center was one eight, by the way. Six one eight for those of you waiting for that. I mean, yeah, I'm hype about it. They didn't need to show anything. I was hoping to see a little bit more, but I mean it is it's whatever. I'm Thornton's like my one of my favorite fights in the entire game. So the fact that we're getting an ultimate with that in there, I'm really excited. So and the remix of the song sounds Oh, it sounds disgusting. The music in PvP, by the way. We did we didn't even mention it back there. The music yeah. is insane. Final Fantasy Nine, so absolutely awesome. insane. Some of the mixes are just fantastic. Yep. Dream fitting. I'm just like looking through the last little bits of stuff. Unending Codex. That's going to be neat for you, lore hounds. Data center travel. New game plus. Dream fitting. <sighs> Did we talk about the new end game though? <sighs> yeah, the portraits or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, adventure plates. Yeah. It's the new end game. Well, Glamour is now the the piece that to, to get to the new end game people are going to dump hours into this you know they are oh no doubt yeah no doubt hunting for parts for the plates hunting for backgrounds it's gonna be insane Anybody feel like the game's just turning into <laughs> different collections that's it's just all oh, it is it is it's all <laughs> it's, just a big it collection already thing. is that yeah yeah no doubt they, they need to fix the glamour system they could store a yeah. hundred of these damn photos yeah mm-hmm. yeah yep they could fix it. And when that. they said that, when they said that you could do a hundred photos, I'm like, they have no uh, leg to stand on about the, the size of the memory for all the gear. Turn it into a collection, turn it into a check mark system, put it in the game. And I think they're they're moving towards that. Uh, it's just, it sh- should be here sooner rather than later. Get it moving, Yoshi. Let's go. Uh, let's wrap it up, gents. Final thoughts. Live letter 70. What do you got, Kronos? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot a lot for me to do, at least. So I'm excited about the patch. I mean, it's spread out a little bit, but that's fine by me. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I think I'm excited about every piece of content in some form or fashion. Tark? I'm all about Uh Two thumbs up for me. Lots of content. Always good to have diverse stuff. Endgame, collection finders, PvP. Uh yeah, this is this is awesome. I'm still trying to get Omni 90, but uh, I'm going to dabble in everything. So, yeah, uh, I have pros and cons, but all in all, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. I did, I'm still in the same boat I was when we did Jeopardy the last show. It's I'm most excited about MSQ only because it's the first time going into a patch that we really didn't have a basic idea of where the MSQ was headed since 2.0 essentially launched. And, and, you know, 1.0 came to a close and we had to wait. Uh, two things. want to hit you real quick with this. Uh, Chrono Cross Radical Dreamers Edition. Just a reminder for those of you that are interested in that, and that includes me. Uh, that releases this week on the 7th, so three days from now. 20 Bones. You want to go get it on Steam or whatever? I mean, we're just digital here in the U.S., 
No physical. I want a physical. Yeah. I want a physical copy. Yeah, we're already here, News Girl. I know it's nuts. <laughs> I definitely will be picking that up. So, um, if there's so this Tuesday, we'll be doing uh, FFTCG. Next Tuesday's FFTCG stream kind of is going to be a weird one because I'll have done the new starter decks tomorrow, and the set will come the following week. So. Next Tuesday, I might just stream Chrono Cross Remastered and chat FFTCG with everybody instead. Uh, last thing, though. Gents, Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. When we parted ways last, it was just getting ready to have some very, very hands-on time. Most of us had had a little bit of time on it the last uh, the last show in, in early access uh, for a couple of days. But now that you've had a few weeks to sink it in, Tark, what's your review? I I love it. Uh, I think it's a lot more accessible, especially with it having difficulty tiers. And actually, hard mode isn't all that hard. Uh, I find it intriguing that you have all these jobs and then advanced jobs and then advanced advanced jobs and then triple advanced jobs. So that's awesome. You get to learn new sets all the time. Um, the amount of gear is just it that's crazy like how much you get I, you, I know that there's an upgrade system and dismantling is part of it um it just it seems like a lot of bloat um on the loot but I, i'm enjoying i'm having fun with it meta dogs in chat excited about the starter deck stream tomorrow yeah it's fun if they finally freaking came in we were stunned when we got to our locals sunday and they were there uh because two of the other stores around here were like nope we're now next week uh, if you don't know, by the way, the Final Fantasy starter decks that came out just now are... Uh, they were supposed to be out February 25th. Uh, we just got them two, days, two or three days ago. Uh, NA rocks. Um, they are a 50-card deck, uh, deck based on Final Fantasy X, and they come with 50 other cards of varying elements. Uh, so this is not a dual starter deck where you go out and you buy it and you get two decks, one for your, me and one for Tark, and we sit there and play. This is you go buy it, and here's a pre-constructed 50-card deck and 50 other cards of varying elements that go with the different play styles of some of these cards and start kind of teaching you as a new player how you can build and strategize with these 100 cards a number of variants. And so there's even a lovely fold-out sheet that goes through all of the like core variants, a couple of different models of play styles. And if you like playing like this, maybe build it like this. But then, of course, you could do whatever you want. So what we're going to do on stream is we're going to open it up. We're going to unbox it. We'll do the whole review and thoughts. And then Torchwick and I are going to build different versions of the deck and square them off against each other. So that's what you have to look forward to last night over at the table. Kronos... Thoughts on Strangers, uh, Stranger of Paradise? Yeah, so I've platinumed the game. I've beaten wow. every mission on Chaos difficulty. Uh, I have the best level gear you can get, and I have 99 several jobs. So I've, so I've gotten my money's worth, for sure. Uh, um, so let me ask you this. Have you play, Have you had like any time to play the game at all? Like, <laughs> no, I, I know you're busy and, and yeah. stuff. So. You used the Game Genie to, to get uh, that platinum. It sounds, like, it sounds like you're just getting started. It's uh, it's act the end game is actually pretty fun. So I would say actually the the so the job the best part about the game is kind of finding the different combinations and playing the jobs and figuring out like what they do and then combining them in fun ways that you enjoy. 
and then picking the weapons that you like and equip you know like equipping this it's the skills and the job and the jobs themselves um and then that gets even better post game to be honest because you start getting to like where affinity your affinity bonus matters and it gives you a lot of strong stuff and you can kind of play with that where you can have like these two jobs but your affinity bonus is like a third job you can do a lot of stuff um pretty cool um I think I kind of knew what I was getting before I bought the game, and I feel like we talked about a lot of stuff. I think the story is pretty cringy. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's some there's some fun nods, but there is, it's pretty bad. I, I, I think the concept is a lot better than what they put on the screen. <laughs> like, I think yeah. the concept of what they wanted to do is yeah. actually really interesting. And then what we got, I just found myself, like, laughing for the wrong reasons, I guess. I will say this. <laughs> This is another classic example, and it seems to be like a lot of Square Enix products lately. The story is butts, but the music. <laughs> oh, the music's great. Damn, they yeah. nailed the music in this and one too. All the, all like the, uh, just the nods to other Final Fantasies is awesome. Oh, yeah. You'll notice so much if you're just a fan, not just Astasha. Final Fantasy 1. It's like every, yes, Astasha is early <laughs> on. You'll notice a lot. Like, I, if you play Final Fantasy, if, even if you've just dabbled, you'll notice a lot of musical references, a lot of just references in general. To me, it's the awesome. best part of the game is the music. Yeah, it is. It, I, I think the combat. Like is the combat's really okay. Good. I uh, I don't know about really good. It's uh, when I say really it's, good, I mean like it's serviceable. The, it's like what? So it's, I feel like you get out of the combat what like you put into it. If that makes sense. Like makes the more sense, you yeah. dabble with like the jobs and stuff, the more fun the combat becomes and the more you mess with these different combinations you it, it just becomes more and more fun and, and i think if you just like stick to like one job or you stick to two jobs you actually kind of miss out on a lot of more interesting stuff that i do agree though it's kind of easy though yeah I that was feel, my plan initially I, I feel like a lot of those trees though are just garbage like there's so much superfluous stuff in those trees that really doesn't enhance a build for most of the i don't know i well, a lot of the early jobs actually are not very good. Yeah, they're in yeah, fact they're, um, they're terrible, and that is such yeah. poor game design. Um, yeah, when, I, when, I, I do think that's an issue. When the uh, early jobs, by the way, the names of jobs that you know as a Final Fantasy fan, and you're like, "Oh, cool, I know what that does," and then it doesn't do anything remotely like what that that job is. I'm looking at you, Red Mage. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. There. It's like a six for me. There's fun to be had there. Maybe even a seven. It's an average I, game to me I at mean, the end of the day. I Yeah, I think it's like somewhere seven or eight, honestly. I mean, it, the fact that Elden Ring came out around the same time is definitely not good for oh, the game. Oh, stabbed it right in the Final uh, Fantasy face is what happened there. Because yeah. Elden Ring is a much better game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's fun for what it is. I think it's probably a lot better than people will get, like... I, th I see some people giving it a lot of praise, more praise than I give it, um, and I like the game. And they they take it a step further, and I'm just like, I may want to pump the brakes a little bit. But I, I actually mean, you know, feel like it's one opinion. that you should, if you're interested in it, and you haven't bought it yet. Wait for a sale, like just just wait for you yeah. know a couple bucks off. Try try to save yourself a couple. I don't think you'll be disappointed. But I do think if you pay full retail for it, you'll probably be like, uh, I don't know if that was worth it or not. A good price I'm not sure. But if you get a couple if, bucks off, you'd probably be pretty happy. If you have a couple friends to play with, too, the multiplayer Oh, yeah, yeah, fun. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the only other negative, too, which is a big negative, is it's a square. If you buy it on PC, it is a square PC game, so it's like 
the most unoptimized piece of crap. Uh, it will crash. <laughs> we were doing Mount Golg. I don't know if y'all have gotten there yet. No. And ev- every one of so we were doing it as three people. Every one of us crashed multiple times. We oh. we were just like, please, can we just get through it? And then after we beat Mount Golg, we unlocked the side quest for Mount Golg, and we're like, we're nope. skipping that. We're not <laughs> not going back in there. We'll do it by ourselves. Yeah, it was it was bad. And let's, then it's just bad. Let's but. slide over and do love it or leave it. This is the way we end every episode of the Relic Grind here on Ready Check Radio. I'm going to give you something Square Enix related. Could be a game, a feature in a game, a press release, a decision they made, anything I want. And all of us will chime in on whether we love it, want more of it, or leave it, cast it aside, and never see it again. And there is no in-between. So I'm going to put it to you. It's the same way we do it every time when we're reviewing the live letter for a patch here, Kronos. I'm going to ask, trailer for 6.1. Love it or leave it. Yeah, it's a easy love it for me, to be honest. Um, I'm, I'm usually less about like what you were disliking about the trailer, which I agree is not there. But it's like just seeing the 24 man and being excited about that, and then I get like a small ultimate tease. It's definitely a love it for me. Tark, love it. Want some more of it? Uh, Action packed. Uh, got a little taste here. A little subdued in in what they're revealing, but I. I love any trailer. I love the hype. I love Square Enix. I love their trailers. I love their cinematics. I'm going to leave this one, though. This was just not one of my favorite ones. Uh, again, I, I, that's not to impugn the quality of it or the entertainment value of it. Uh, but, um, yeah, I just, yeah, you've done, they've done better. They've, they, and I feel like they kind of pinned themselves in not in that, like, not wanting to reveal too much whole. So fact that it just... Made the trailer feel a little disjointed for me. And I realize I might be in the minority on that one. And that's okay. Let us know what you think about it in the comments below. We will, of course, be back later this week with Gaming Gumbo on Saturday at 7 p.m. Eastern, covering the week in gaming. And then we'll be right back here Monday for another Relic Grind 7 p.m. Eastern next week, as well as Final Fantasy TCG streams from me, other streams from me and streams from all of our volunteer streamers throughout the week and weekend. We've got you covered. Hope you'll have fun. Come and hang out with us. Until next week, Kronos, where can everybody find you? Uh, yeah, same as always. Twitter. My birthday is on Monday, so, so f- I'm hoping that that wanna... day we get patch notes where the white mage changes are much longer. You want to plug that? <laughs> you want to plug that Venmo? Get that birthday money. <laughs> <The Venmo. laughs> No, I'm, I'm good. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm really hoping the patch notes be, are a good white mage birthday present, but uh, it's probably not going to be the case. Probably not. Tark? Uh, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, all at Tarkoth Gaming. Playing Triangle Strategy here tonight. Final Fantasy throughout the week. Stranger Paradise here on Ready Check Radio on Saturday nights. I'm Mike Byrne. You can follow me personally right there, Magic Man One. But more importantly, follow at RC Radio, R A I D E O, on Twitter, and you'll know every time we go live with a podcast or a stream of any type game, tabletop game, card game, it doesn't matter. Until next week, stay safe. We'll see you on the servers. Ready, check, radio.